She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. I'm telling you what, a nice foggy, wet morning this morning. Beautiful. It was. It was thick out in our neighborhood. I mean, oh, it was that, super thick. That, We're going to be ruined, though. That, oh, yeah. You know what's going to happen? Oh, it's going to dry? It, it's going to dry, and it's going to be 100 degrees overnight. Oh. It's going to kill me. I know it. That's the way it, it is. It when it does that. Get in the get that yard work done now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know, honey. That's my my wife is out there going <laughs> nodding up and down saying yes, yes, yes. yes. Honey. <laughs> because she knows when it gets too hot, I'm like, it's too hot to work outside. <laughs> and then when it gets too cold, it's like, I'm too it's too cold to work outside. And the funny thing is that leaves what? How many days a year? Oh, like, I don't you know, know, eight, eight or nine yeah, days a year that are perfect, something yeah. like that. So that's where we all are all right now. Um, peaches. I did have uh, my first sink peaches. Okay. You know, I got peaches last weekend when they first came out. Mm-hmm. And they were a little bit, they were still a little bit tart and they weren't quite there. And then I got some this weekend and, uh, yeah, I had to eat them um, over the sink last night. I think I had about three or four of them without moving. Oh, so, wow. man, that is my, it is sink peaches are here. And I know that's not an official term, just like cling free is not an official term. Yeah, right. But I have my own terms. That's right. I make up my own language like everybody else does. We all get to make up words now. So it doesn't matter. So, um, Let's get everybody caught up because we had um, quite a showing at the Capitol yesterday on a Sunday. Yes, on a Sunday afternoon, Matt. Wow. We um, There was uh, the Tea Party, Fredericksburg Tea Party sent out an email and a text message on Saturday because we had just heard that House Bill 900, along with a couple of other bills, were going to be heard on the floor uh, in the Senate, and we wanted to be there to support and uh, so, yeah, we sent out an email. There were, um, from the Hill Country, there was a handful, but overall the state, those who were near, I would say, how many people showed up? Maybe 50 or 60? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd, 50 I'd or 50. 60. About 50 people showed up um, to support um, the author of the bill, Jared Patterson. Correct. Noticed us um, that we were up in the stands. You know, they did this. Uh, the week before when we all, was it, two, no, two weeks ago when we showed up to uh, stop the uh, gender modification yes. in kids. Right. When we show up like that and the authors see us up there in the gallery, mm-hmm. that was really cool. And they came up and said, thank you. That's right. And the reason they do that is because our side never shows up like that (laughs) this was like a special occasion they looked up went wait a minute it's not all the fruitcakes are up there it's our people are up there that's right and we've started showing up i'd say we have matt it's um it's been good this year uh, this session in fact the the organizations that have that we've been following and are that are working hard on this um, have even had T-shirts for us when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fantastic to have a very bright red T-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And when people wear those and they sit up in a, these, you know, this, like you said, the uh, the auditorium, seating, the gallery, the gallery, the gallery. Mm-hmm. and the seating was just 
there's seating everywhere with that when you see that many shirts that are exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. you know who those people are and they know who those people are yeah so that's been kind of fun to do um i've really enjoyed having that this year and we that is and this is my fifth session now i always tell people that my first session was i don't i don't even know if i could even count it but i do because i was present um but we've never had this kind of participation and it's 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 growing um when i you and i first started going there there was almost no one there to train us i mean we had it was you and i yeah and we did um who was it um uh michael quinn sullivan's group put us on a very short little thing at the beginning of the session Mm -hmm. gave us some training and sent us out and that was about it yeah that was it and so in the five sessions, four sessions since then, we've really got a presence up at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And and um, people are getting used to that. Yes. Um, in fact, there's only t- um, a week from tomorrow is the last day of the session yes, period. Yes, it is. It's a last period, last day of the session. Of the session, regular session. Of the regular session. We'll talk about the possibility of a special here in a second. I've got some inside predictions on that. But my point I wanted to make first is that the um, the uh, tomorrow is, uh, I don't know if I'll get, tomorrow is either my last day or my almost last day. Okay. But basically, anybody that wants to join me at the Capitol, and I had somebody new two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's not too late. In fact, if you want to meet me up there tomorrow, I'll be in the um, rotunda from 10.15 to 10.30. Mm-hmm. If you have not been to the Capitol yet, come tomorrow. Don't worry. I'm not going to – we're not going to put you on the spot. There's no committees to uh, testify in front of. There's right. no – I mean, the the most we would do would maybe knock – knock on a couple of doors um but it is not going to be a high demand day so if you're nervous about talking or nervous about meeting people um if you want to meet me tomorrow just to get your feet wet to get a feel for the capital find out where to park you know it was a month ago when debbie and andrea went with me for the first time remember that yes and I think it was Debbie and Andrea. If it's not, uh, ladies, forgive me, but they didn't know where to park. Right. And that was, no, that wasn't Debbie and Andrea. It was Mark. Mark. It was Mark that Mark didn't know did where, to park. where to park. Mark right. didn't know where to park. And it's like, Dad, come on, if, just called me the day before I could have told him. But he. We'll help but, you with everything. Every bit of like that. Everything. Even, it, it, literally, I don't know why. We, you do not have to recreate the wheel here. We've done it. We've parked in the wrong places. We've spent too much money. We've we've done all of it. We are happy, aren't we, Matt? Just Absolutely. Give you any kind of guidance. And, anytime. Text us anytime. And so, yeah, Mark, uh, When two weeks ago when I took Mark, we uh, basically, it was like private lesson legislation one-on-one he was taking notes Mm -hmm. and he'll be he's got he's one step ahead of where you will be when you join us in two years for the first time and it's not even two years it's a year and a half it really is a year and a half it's a year and a half and between then we're going to have you working busting your butt on campaigns (laughs) and uh so anyway we're gonna i'm gonna make myself a note i want to talk about the special session rumors that i am hearing 
And I'm making myself a note because there we go. I got so many notes here. I want to make sure that I get to what I said I was going to get to. All right, let's uh, do a little bit of Ben Franklin. I've got some words of wisdom from Poor Richard's Almanac um, from 1736. And he counters Michael Jackson on this one. Um, He says, uh, Ben Franklin says, the rotten apple spoils his companion. And then, of course, you know, Michael Jackson came along a few years later and said, one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, baby. But it does. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And we know that. (laughs) So who are you going to pay attention to today? uh, Ben Franklin or Michael Jackson? I think I'll I'll stick with Ben Franklin today. Y'all stay tuned and we'll be right back. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. We are back. Should have rolled a little bit of Pink Floyd. We don't need no education. Um, because um, here's the um, special session rumor okay. that I heard yesterday. And by the way, this is from a, 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 a Republican VIP. All right. So this was someone supposedly in the know. All right. Good. So special education has been the rumor not special ed uh public uh school choice yes school choice has been the rumor now for a couple of weeks about um uh the special session that the governor is not happy with uh, any of the school choice bills that are coming up mm-hmm. and that uh, if we do get any any through he's gonna veto them and then call a special session so the conversation I had yesterday started with, well, he'll give us a week or two off, which he has done in the past. We get through the session, and then there's like a two-week break. That's so, right. So, I mean, Dade Phelan needs to to uh, sober up and go fishing. Oh, by the way, we need to um, – there's a great video of uh, Dade Phelan drunk at the gavel out there um, on YouTube's. Angela found it pretty easily. It, Did you? Y- y- well, it ended up coming to me in a uh, text, and then oh. I found it out there on Facebook. So um, some people are saying maybe we should uh, make sure it's legit, but I don't know how it it's him at the gavel. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how you – I think it's legit, Matt. Yeah, deep fakes. I, it could be easier to make him sound all slurry speech. I listened to it. It does sound like he's drunk at the gavel, but – yeah, anyway, very interesting. It could be a fake. We do know. My, we do know, Matt, there are photographs of the bar being set up behind. in his sort of private, it's it's not a private hallway, but it's a hard-to-get-to hallway. Most mm-hmm. people don't, unless they know exactly where they're going, what they're doing. They don't necessarily end up in the hall where Dave Beelan's office is located, and yes, 2.47 in the afternoon, a bar was set up with set up. a bartender. Oh, well, it was 5 o'clock somewhere, uh, Angela. Yeah. Come what, on. Come on, Angela. Very bless their hearts. they got to work all those long hours. Might as well let them drink and smoke while they're <laughs> out there. But they I don't know about the smoking. All right, let's get back to the special session rumors. Okay. So 
that was the conversation started. And then this uh, this person said to me, um, Matt, I think the governor's going to wait till September to call the special education, uh, call the special session for school choice. Okay. And I went, well, that's weird. Why wait till September? And this person looked at me and said, because the teachers will all be back at work. Mm. Ah, so when it comes to school choice, who always puts up the fight with us? Teachers. The teachers. Well, and let's, the just teachers say, union. let's just say the teachers unions and people that represent teachers. I feel like there's so many great teachers out there that have no real representation mm-hmm. and they absolutely are being fed a crock when yeah. it comes to the truth of right. things. So I know a lot of them out there. So I think they're representatives like leadership of some of these organizations that lobby, uh-huh. that basically lobby for them. They're lobbying on things that teachers don't even know about. Yeah, they don't. I've always been, it's been kind of interesting. I, I had one of those light bulb moments on school choice a while back. Mm-hmm where it dawned on me that for two reasons teachers should be in favor of school choice, and particularly our local Fredericksburg uh, school district. Yes. So listen to my two, my two reasons. Number one, our poor school board is just gets attacked. every Man, every time they meet, doesn't that what the paper says? Yes. They get oh, attacked. Yes. They're just being attacked. They're being attacked by these parents that, that you know, want some change. Listen. School board, Fredericksburg Independent School District. If school choice goes through, all those parents that are angry and give making you giving you so many problems at every meeting, you know what they're going to do? Gone. They're going to take their kids <laughs> somewhere else. Yes, they are. And so I'm thinking, wow, that every school board ought to be that. in favor of this because all those cranky, nasty, attacking, hateful parents. Um, yes who want to control everything, they're going to go away. If they have school choice, they're going to go away. What a blessing to the school districts. Mm -hmm. And here's another one. And being a teacher, and I taught school for seven years, taught middle school, math and science, in the science lab that we had a lab, um, the situation was always how many kids can you safely put in the science lab. And so class size was very important. And class size was our biggest complaint in all my years of teaching was class size. Class size I get yes. 30, 32, 34 students. I mean, hitting 30 for me, I remember 28 to 30 was like, man, that's a full class. And then when it goes over that, it's even bigger. School choice, what's going to happen to your classroom size? They're going to shrink. It's going to go down. That's right. What a blessing to teachers yes. who for years and years have said we want smaller classes. Mm-hmm. So those are just my two light bulb moments I came up with as to why schools and teachers and school districts like FISD and KISD who who are who just they don't want those parents, those nasty parents showing up. That's right. That um man, go for school choice. All those parents will go away. So anyway, that is the rumor that um, that um, Abbott would bring a special session, but not until the fall. So I find that kind of interesting, and that's, uh, that's interesting. But I just it's hard to believe. You don't think yeah, he would? You don't, don't think, think he would do that? You don't think he would? No. 
I think it would be wise if he did. So, I mean, we can't, uh, it would be ruining all those teachers' summer vacations. Look, there's another, I'm going to stand up for the teachers. Okay. If we have this special session this summer, Angela. Yes. All those teachers and all those union guys are going to have to be going up to the Capitol. Ruin their summer. And ruin their summer. So I'm telling you. Maybe that's why he's going to have it in December. There, there you go. So he's concerned about their 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 summer. Vacations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't their want to take off. their summer. Okay. I'm I'm with you there. This is those okay. poor teachers. They need that summer off. That's right. They shouldn't so, have to spend it up at the Capitol. That's right. Like we do. Like we do. That's right. That's right. Um, special session. I'm not sure if uh, border security is going to be on that. It it should be. And if we don't if we don't cry loud and proud about getting it on there shame on us yeah it is um i went through and uh my bill list uh, about a week ago and i went through and just i cleaned it out of everything that was still viable <laughs> so uh last week when the house bills hit the deadline for uh being heard in the house mm-hmm. um if there if it was a house bill still in committee last week then in a house committee then i just took it off my list and uh and so we're hitting all those deadlines now. So I cleaned out all the bills that hadn't met the deadline. I have four bills left on my border security uh, list. And this is the list that okay. was approved by the Republican Party of Texas and Jill Glover. Um, and House Bill 7 is the one we're talking about. This is going to be, this is on the intent calendar in the Senate for today. Now, House Bill 7, it ain't pretty. No, um, I've heard. I don't hear anything good about it. Um, there it has been. This is one of those where the committee substitutes have been flying around. I heard rumors on this one um, yesterday that they took the teeth out. Not only yesterday, but Thursday as mm-hmm. well. I was up at the Capitol. And uh, Thursday and yesterday, I heard rumors that they had taken the teeth out of Senate Bill 7, and then they'd put it back in, and then they'd taken it back out, that there's a committee substitute. It was originally six pages long. Now it's 22 pages. I heard all of this. Mm -hmm. And then I also heard that, oh, they haven't changed it. So there's no way to tell. It'll be on the Senate calendar today. That does not mean they will get through it today, but it'll be on the calendar today. We'll see how House Bill 7 goes, um, but we're not happy with it. But again, this is going to be one of those we're not going to know what's in the bill until after we, after they vote on it. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to be able to look at it. I think that's where they're going to be. Um, there is H House Bill 800 sponsored by our very own Senator Flores. I guess every little bit helps, but this is this bill has to do with um, uh, g- g- punishing people who run stash houses. Okay. I so that is uh, that is on the calendar today as well. Here's one that has already been sent to the board, uh, to the uh, governor. And this one we've been fighting for for a couple of years, and this is the Interstate Compact for Border Security. And if you remember, mm-hmm. Senator Hall worked on that uh, maybe even two sessions ago. It's been two or It's been a couple least, of sessions. Maybe three. So we finally got that Interstate Compact. That is being sent to the governor. And then Senate Bill 1900 has to do with um, 
calling forest uh, uh, foreign terrorist organizations um and it has to do with naming i believe naming the um uh, cartels as foreign as, terrorist yes. organizations it has been amended it has passed the house um but it was amended in the house um so that means it's going to have to go to uh the is the senate going to confer with the amendments or not that may be that bill may be sunk we'll know in the next day or two but that's it on the border security we're not going to get any bills that say build a wall we're not going to get any bills that say you know go down and repel them we're not going right. to we're not going to get anything how many republicans told us that if we voted for them they were going to secure the border angela <laughs> well how many, i think that was like the number one priority out of the uh, republican party of texas right yeah it was if, if yeah. it's not number 1 it's number 2 maybe it's number 2 maybe. and if it's not any even if it would it was in the top 8 Yes. So even if it's not number one or it was in the top right, so the Republican Party didn't do it, or the Republican Party was behind it. Yes. Every single candidate, and I have all your flyers. If you won, by the way, I keep your flyers until the next race. <laughs> right. I have a special box just for them. It's yes. in an old Empower Texans box. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, I got them all in there, and uh, every dadgummit, every single one of them, Angela says well secure the border yes some of them even have like pictures of you know the the, the guards on the border yes. i mean it's right but they didn't do a thing about our border. well that's why we need to call for we need to call for this to be on the call with governor abbott if he calls a special session yep. for, for any other reason so again there's so many things that can happen between now and next tuesday but that list is getting very limited so, again, I'm going to hold off being, oh, wait for a week from now. We'll get real nasty a week from now <laughs> when we see what actually didn't get done. Yes. Um, folks, we need to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about something that did get done, which is more corporate welfare. Y'all stay tuned. 100% text on July He's 100% Texan. <laughs> Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Next on All right, we are back. It's Monday with Angela Smith. Hello again, Angela Smith. Good morning, Matt Long. I'm telling you, um, we're going i'm going to be at the capitol tomorrow not sure um how many what other days i'll be going with this going this week but i'll definitely be there tomorrow 10 15 in the rotunda i'll hang out there from 10 15 till 10 30 if you want to show up tomorrow and get the get a class a tour now there is something there is believe it or not a platform a plank on both the Democrat and the Republican Party platforms. Okay. We actually have something in common with the Democrats. Mm, leave it to you to find this. I know. We're looking, you know, it ought to make everybody that says come across the aisle, everybody who says we all need to work together, mm -hmm. all of those people stand up, pay attention, because there is something in common on both the the Democrat and the Republican platforms, and that is no corporate welfare. 
The state does not need to be given Amazon or Nike or Tesla money to come to Texas. Right. They don't. They just don't. So we had this thing called 313s and they, chapter 313s, um, and what they were is that through your school district, and this is what's so bizarre about it, but 313s would allow your school district to give a tax break to a very wealthy company that moves into your school district. So if Tesla wanted to come, you know, buy some property in Kerr County for whatever, they're going to make batteries or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the Kerr County School District, what Tesla would do would be they'd go to the school district of all places and of say, course. hey, give us a tax break and we will put our company right here in uh kerr county and it'll bring you more um more uh, tax money to your base it'll bring you and so they give these incentives that come out of your tax money now they will tell you that it doesn't affect your local tax bill that this money comes from texas it's like i mean come on matt the shell games continue really i know it's it that is it that defies common sense it it does. Do you, I, I don't know about women, but maybe you can help me out here. But men, we I put. Might. You might maybe. <laughs> I I put money in my wallet. Yes. I don't put. I don't spread it out. I don't put some in my front left pocket and some in my right back pocket and some in my wallet. I I take that back. I went. I, I'm not a gambler, but I did go one time, and I had I said I'm going to gamble fifty dollars. That was okay. my my limit, and so I had I had money in my left hand pocket and money in my right hand pocket, and when the right hand pocket money ran out, I was going to quit, and so that was the only time. But my point of all of this is it was all still whose money? It's all still your money. It's all still my money. It just came out of another pocket. Mm -hmm. So when you give Tesla or Amazon or any other company a financial break, you're covering their taxes one way or another. Yes. You're paying paying that one way or another, and they're not paying it. That's right. With a promise that they're going to pay you tomorrow for that hamburger they ate Mm -hmm. today Mm -hmm. or something like that. The Democrats and the Republicans, neither one of us, nobody wants that. And yet the Senate and the House are still pushing it, Angela. Yes. They, um, they, 313 went away, so now it has a new name, so they can say, yeah, 313, we didn't bring that back. No, they did bring, they, yeah, they just brought back a new one. It's going to be chapter 403 now. Okay. So they, um, it, it, you know, there's been some chapters between 313 that didn't become 314, mm-hmm. it became 403, mm-hmm. and, um, they're rushing this thing through. It's in House Bill 5. All right. House Bill 5. And it is a $1 billion program. Mm. $1 billion. Wow. With a B. With a B. Yep. And so they're going to, they're, they're, let's see who's giving the money away. Um, uh, Spring Branch, a lot of it. Carol, oh, Galveston, Three Rivers, 56%. 
Oh, my goodness. There are places. I do not see Hill Country um, uh, counties or cities on this list. But um, this House Bill 5, folks, it is, um, I think it's going to go through. I don't even know if any phone calls would make a difference on this. That, Matt, it's just one of those things that they have already decided what they are going to do. Yeah. And um, that's where it comes. That's what comes in when we go to the ballot box and we vote for these guys. If that's the kind of stuff they believe in, they're going to pack up together and make it happen. And we can't even get HB 900 heard in the Senate last night, but they can rush this kind of thing through. Right. right? We wanted a simple bill that would keep nasty books out of our school. Yeah. But it's they and super but, easy. Yeah, to do. nice easy one to get through. Um, no cost to anyone except yeah. the book companies. And boy, are they mad about that! Oh, are they? The law, yeah, the law on HB nine hundred. If it didn't get taken out of there, it put the onus of making sure those books were clean on the book mm-hmm. distributor. Mm-hmm. So the book distributor would have to put a rating on it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I think could be pretty easy for most of them. Just stick an R or an X on most of them, right? And we're, only, we're talking about children's books, Matt. Chad Prather um, had some of these books on his show last week, yes. and he can do that on yeah. on a, what what private. is it, private, private. pay, yeah, uh, online. And he was holding up, there were, these were some of the things I hadn't even seen. Right. And um, it, it was pretty mind-blowing. Um but uh, yeah, so they couldn't get that done. But they are going to rush they can't through. Get this done. Yep, they're going to give all your money away to people. And I have uh, there, and this is going to. I know I have a listener who's going to always gets mad at me every time I bring this up, Angela, and you know him as well. But um, I do not want subsidies for filmmakers. I don't oh. think we should have subsidies for the uh, the bull riders. Right. I don't. You're. You do. What? What is the kind of training you do for well, horses? I've been in cutting. cutting You've horses. been in cutting. cutting do you? Would world. you? Do you think that the cutting uh, events no. should be? Or no. is it just poor people who do cutting and they need the government <laughs> to? From what I understand, you got to have a lot of money to do what you are what trained people doing. to do. Yes. What you are doing. Yes, what I was doing. It is it is a moneyed it is uh, a very moneyed industry. They do not need Texas helping them. Now, yeah. will they come will they belly up to the bar for money? Oh, yes, they will. Everybody does. They all will do it. Um acting as if they can't make it. They can't make it here in Texas if they don't have help from this taxpayer. Right. Because that's what it is. You and me helping these guys grow their industry. Yep. They don't need that. What we they need. They don't need that. No, and what we need is a state whose tax operations are so simple and plain that anybody would want to come here, whether it's the film industry or yeah. the, I don't know, the Tonka toy car they, manufacturing industry. They what, all want to come to Texas. Yeah. We're not hard up. We, we're no. not begging people to come to Texas to do right. business here. We're one of the friendliest s- s- states for doing business. Why in the world are we acting as if we've got to give all this incentive to get people to come here? Pay them to come here. It's just ridiculous. To give our, and, and, and the fact that they put it on the backs of the schools 
So what happens is that your who, the hands of economic development, mm-hmm. is in the hands of school boards. Oh, Lord. That, that's what that's doing. Economic development mm-hmm. through abatement, tax abatement from your local school districts. Mm-hmm. That's who we want promoting our economy is school boards. And they're always crying they don't have enough money. I know. They don't have enough money, but they can give tax abatements to people who who have tons of money and can afford to come to Texas and can't afford to do business here because it is so friendly. Mm-hmm. They could absolutely be bringing tons of money into the, the, the coffers for the school. It's, it's mind-blowing. It is. Current proposals for Texas taxpayer economic development are made ever more complex by... The involvement of school districts. This is a letter to Lieutenant Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor Dan. Lieutenant Dan from, uh, I'm not sure who this is from. Oh, Mark Golaby. And that's the opening line. It says, funneling this process through school boards and the Texas public education funding is completely nonsensical. It is. He's exactly right. He's spot on. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. The uh, economic development is uh, left up to your local school board. Man, how important are your local elections? In fact, we're going to talk about that. You know, I was on our drive up here earlier this morning. I was listening to some Kerrville people uh, complain about their tax exactly. uh, tax rates yeah. and their appraisals on their house. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about that and tell you why I'm chuckling. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, let's not waste any more time. Why was I laughing before we went to break about local appraisals? You were thinking of another time when you were were schooling people, Matt, uh-huh. on the importance of the local elections. Local elections. And we have said this over and over. Your local elections are the most important elections. These are the elections that affect you every mm-hmm single day right every single day if you were talking people were talking about and i heard this uh i think ac Cantu was reporting on it by the way she is awesome local news uh, lady our new local news lady and uh, she was talking about the fact that someone had seen their appraisal rate go up uh 40 percent or mm-hmm. something like that and we complain about the appraisers, and we complain about you know it, it, the the tax rate. Yes. Um, and again, these decisions are made by uh, in Washington D.C. by um, what's that guy's name? Oh, Biden. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're not. They're made by the governor of Texas. Oh no, they're not. Those decisions, Angela, are made right here right here in our own communities right here in your backyard your city council yep that you may never have darkened the door of Mm -hmm. a meeting at um your county commissioners yep again you've got to get to these you've got to get involved with these 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 municipalities and um 
go 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 visit with them a little bit so when tax time comes around they know who you are and uh they might make some different choices yeah no new revenue this is something that we've talked about quite a bit yes and you can get this done locally sure and and it's being done locally a number of cities across the state have already done this and so what they do is if you owned if you paid taxes last year let's say you've owned your house for a few years mm-hmm. and your appraisal went up x percent okay so what they would do is for you would lower your let's so your valuation went up yes. so what they would do is lower your rate the tax rate the yes. rate so that it would match the amount you paid last year mm-hmm that's how that works you can do that locally um but you've got you're gonna have to push that through um because that requires a whole new line of thinking a whole new way of looking at budgets and everything and and they'll tell you well we won't get any new revenue that way yes you will everybody that moves in everybody that comes to your community that year (laughs) who buys a piece of property because they're going to look at you and say, wait a minute, once we get there, our taxes will stay relatively consistent. And so that might be a good place to move mm-hmm. to. See, sure. here, there we go. We're back to talking about basic incentives mm-hmm. that, that, that are free rather than giving away free money. This is an incentive right. that says if you move to this area, then your tax rate is your, the amount you pay. That's right will not will not change substantially mm-hmm. based upon the valuation of your property right the value of your property is going to come and go i mean it, it is it's going to right now it's all jumping up there'll be a time when it all jumps down mm-hmm. um that's why we've got so many people from california where their tax where their property values are so high and they're able to sell their money for their houses for five times and yes. what they're actually right. probably worth but you've got such an inflated market and then they bring that money here and they can buy 40 acres in a really nice house for what they had for a bungalow in california mm-hmm. correct and correct. um and so we know how those work um one of the budget proposals and when it comes to the budgets and the tax cut bills angela i've been real honest i i do not have a clue on those i don't even know where to start analyzing mm-hmm. those bills mm-hmm. and so i that I, I can't even try to understand uh, right. those bills but one of them it does have a property valuation cap so that you cannot raise your the property the value of your property and i got an email from somebody on it this morning there is a difference between homestead and property owners you're only allowed one homestead in texas so if you have two homes only one of them gets the homestead exemption the other one would be considered property one of those gets a five percent cap and the other one gets a ten percent cap Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, under some of the proposed legislation and we don't know which is going to go through or how it's going to be i'm not even sure if that's a good idea because again they're messing with the market Mm -hmm. at the state level that's right messing with the property market at the state level so again that's why i say when it comes to these these bills i'm i am as in the dark as anybody else is and so please but i do know we don't need any dadgum corporate welfare that part you know 
That part I know. And we don't need any welfare housing in Fredericksburg. No, we don't. We don't need projects no. in Fredericksburg. Th- that's the easy way out, Matt. They paid, they have, Angela, the easy way out. they have paid some guy over $100,000. Yeah, to come tell them to come what tell he them. already advocates for. Here's someone that's who. what he does. He advocates for housing, for public housing. They hire him to come to Fredericksburg. Over $100,000 a year. I know that's chump change for some of y'all out there, but it's not for me. And for that job, are you serious? If you're paying taxes in Fredericksburg, if you live in the city limits of Fredericksburg, good Lord, folks, y'all got that coming because you're not showing up for the elections anyway. And you're putting progressives in there because the Republicans won't get behind and tell you who the good guys are. Right. So, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you got other it. Than, All I can say is you got it coming. You got it. I'm sorry, Fredericksburg. Y'all had this coming, yes. and and uh, until we until we get some more, till we get some more activity out of of people who live in the city. Yes. Yes. Um, there, there's nothing we can do. You know, there I, is a handful of people there, Matt, who there are. are concerned. They are. So you and don't have to start alone. No, you're not. It's not alone, but they can't do it by themselves. This is this is a job that takes some numbers, um, like you said. We need once those people are you get involved and you know what's going on, then you typically have other friends and you can at least maybe get them out to vote for the right people or yeah. and to advocate at these city council meetings in, on these agenda items. I mean, but the, the same people showing up, you know, week after week, the same three or four or five, uh, yeah, or like maybe little, eight or ten, but it's maybe, not even that many. I don't, I don't think, think it's it. even ten, Matt. Um, they just become the fringe flakes mm-hmm. at that, that. And we're saying that in a nice way. Yeah, that's that, what, that's what that's we're what they're referred called. to. That's what right. they are called because they're so demonized yep. by leadership um, that now they are, they are ineffective. Because yeah. it, it, You know, you have got to have people that are concerned. And if you own property um, in the city of Fredericksburg, you should be concerned. Yes, you should be engaged, concerned, involved. Yep. I, I if you want to continue to do business there, yeah, live there, and, and you're not living off of uh, you know a, a a sizable retirement. Yeah, it's got to be pretty big if you want to stay in Fredericksburg. Well, and there, and you there better have sizable. A, there are sizable retirements that are moving there. That absolutely, we, we understand that, but we also know that I, I see people filling churches Sunday after Sunday who are working and they're trying to make they're trying to make a living a decent living um, a fair living send their kids to college and retire um, reasonably they should be at these city council meetings absolutely no one is coming to save you folks (laughs) no No one one. they're not going to ride in on a white horse and say, oh, we're going to take care of your uh, city, your property taxes, and your appraisal we and the city limits. You. They're we not ca- even going to say they care about you. No, Matt. nobody is coming to save you. No. Y- you have got to do this yourself. You've got to get up. You know, it reminds me of that story. There was a flood going on, Angela, and you may have heard the flood going on, and a guy says, God, he prays. He says, God, come rescue me. Mm-hmm that the the neighborhood oh, is flooding you know how this goes right and some guy goes by his neighbor goes by in a little boat and says oh, oh hop in here i'm gonna you know we got you 
Yeah, we'll we'll get it, get you out of here. And the guy says, "No, God's going to save me. Mm-hmm. All right, God's saving me. I'm praying to God." And so finally, you know, after turning down three or four people, the guy finally drowns, dies, goes to heaven, and uh, as the joke goes, and uh, it's like, God, why? What happened? And God says, "I sent three people to save you." Yes, you know, nobody's going to ride in like that. You're going to have to get in your own boat and paddle and and take care of your local business. Mm-hmm. That is your school board, your city council, your county commissioners, poor Harley, whatever he's going through right now. I don't know all the details, but if you need to support Harley, this is a good week to do it. Yep. These guys, nobody is coming to save you, and the few that do... The Harleys, the guys who do come in and try to make a difference, are being attacked. And that happens with the handful of people that are showing to the city, to the school council. And as as long as it's only still a handful, you're the minority. You're you're leaving us in the minority. Leaving us there. We're leaving us hanging. And those who are showing up just get ridiculed because nobody's going there with us. Right. It's exactly right. So, join us. I'll see you at the Capitol tomorrow, 10-15. I'll be in the Rotunda. And uh, who knows if we're there anymore this week. Stay tuned for Lorraine.